Well, hey, loggers. Welcome back to another bite-sized episode of The Breakdown. If you didn't listen to our first um, bite-sized episode two weeks ago, these are little shows that we're doing on the off weeks of our normal podcast, just so that we can share some other thoughts that we have, so we can put out some more content out there, um, just so that you know we are always logging our backs. Um, that doesn't sound right. We are always beating down our backlogs. That makes a lot more sense uh, because of the normal name of the podcast. But this is the bite-sized edition, the bite-sized breakdown, where brevity is required, actually, uh, because this has to be short. This cannot be come another t- two-hour podcast every week. I mean, it just life happens, and it, it just doesn't work that way. Um, it would take too much sacrifice, too much of my heart and my soul and my blood and my sweat and my tears poured out into this microphone and into your ear. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop talking. That's probably not a good way to start out a podcast. Um, so I'm sitting here tonight with a nice um, glass of eight-year uh, El Dorado rum. It's some nice rum. So hopefully this doesn't completely ruin what I have to say tonight. Hopefully I can talk. We'll see. But enough with the niceties. It's been long enough. Let's just go ahead and jump into what I wanted to talk about here this evening. And that is my recent um, kind of journey through the Metal Slug series of games. So I played through, if you're part of the hashtag Backlog Book Club on Facebook, um, you might have been following me with the posts that I have. If you're a part of the hashtag um, Backlog Golf, going through our old games in our backlog that we just, you know, decided to knock out and publicly address in the group um i chose this game it's kind of cheating and we'll see why as we kind of get into the episode here um but these are very short games these are originally arcade games the metal slug games i own the metal slug anthology on wii funny story i'll just go ahead and go into it just because i can is that when i got a wii I, i had not been playing video games very much For the years up to it, I had just gotten married, focusing on other things, focusing on my, you know, career trajectory and then getting married and focusing on family, you know, becoming husband and wife and all that fun stuff. And then eventually when I kind of, the life kind of eased a little bit, I went ahead and picked up a Wii and this was one of the first games that I picked up. So funny enough, it's still been on my backlog. Um, but these are great games. So the Metal Slug series, what exactly is this? Well, Josh, you've said that these are arcade games. Um, give us a little more information. Okay. So these are run and gun military shooter games. Um, you could tell that I looked at the back of the box in order to get that description, but think something like Contra. Okay. You're running around, you got some guns. I mean, it's basically, you know, Rambo in video game form, except a little bit less of like a hulking monster with a couple machine guns. No, you're, you are a, you know, military guy, um, deployed into wherever you are, depending on the, the game that you're in. You're running around. It's a, it's a side scroller. So it's a 2d type of game. You're running left to right. Real basic, left to right, you're platforming, jumping around, you're shooting everything in sight, you're picking up different guns, Um, you you have ammo, unless you have your kind of like normal pistol 
going. Um, you, you can get tons of different kinds of guns. In this series, you can jump into different vehicles. Um, we'll talk about it as we go into the different games. Sometimes there, there are some other things that they throw your way that you can do. But generally, it's go from the right side of the screen all the way over to, or excuse me, Wow, already screwed that one up. You go from the left side of the screen. Okay, we're English. We read like right. I can't talk. We read left to right. And so in this game, you run left to right. Even though it's made in Japan, you still run from the left to the right. Okay. And then at the very end, there's going to be a big boss, which is going to be massive. It's going to have a huge sprite because back in the days when this was created, huge sprites were all the rage and it looks gorgeous. We'll again, talk about that in a second. And you fight a huge, a big bad at the end of the level, and then it tallies up your points, it tells you how many prisoners that you have rescued in your deployment, and then it shuttles you off to the next level. Okay, so so pretty basic concept. So what makes the Metal Slug series such a beloved series of arcade games? Well, ladies and gents, let's let's take a look at that. I would have to say one of the main things, I mean, outside of just the fantastic gameplay, pretty simple concept, but um, it feels so good. One of the reasons that these games feel so good are the graphics. This is, dare I say it, the pinnacle of 16-bit pixel art. It absolutely looks gorgeous. These were originally uh, released on Neo Geo arcades, and so it could it could handle some some stuff that you throw at it, but it was still pixel art. And this is one of those games that has a very specific art style to it. Um, what's interesting is that the character portraits themselves, because in different games you can play as different characters, I'm not too big on the style that they go for on some of the characters. It looks a little too, dare I say it, cartoony. The entire game is cartoony, don't get me wrong. But it looks more sort of polished, like they were almost uh, figurines that they were trying to draw. And I'm not too big on that. I like the general style, art style going on throughout the game itself. I would compare it almost to kind of a, um, and forgive me, I don't know the uh, mangaka who originally drew the uh, the, the manga, but I believe um, the, the Lupin the Third comics, it kind of has that kind of style going on to it. You got a little bit of lankiness, you got just the way that the characters move um, is extremely expressive, especially in in-game. And you see that while your character's running and jumping, and while you're shooting enemies, the ways that the enemies react to your bullets, the way that you react to enemies' bullets, it is extremely over-the-top cartoony. Again, now I'm using it in a positive sense. So what are you talking about, Josh? Well, um, it is also very comedic. So this game, again, like Contra, you're just gunning down waves of enemies. So you'd think like, oh my gosh, it's like an insane gore fest. It glorifies violence. Well, sort of, except that this is played so comedic and so over the top and bonkers that it doesn't really get you in the same way. It does not feel realistic in the least, even though they are depicting 
somewhat realistic events in that, like, hey, you get shot, you fall down kind of a thing. But you've got things kind of exploding as well, exploding into into some gore. Um, as you fight different types of enemies, some things will come out of bodies and stuff like that. There's some body horror stuff in here. There's all kinds of stuff, but the art style keeps it extremely comedic. And so the entire time... First of all, you feel awesome. I mean, come on. You're I compared it to Rambo earlier even though you're not a hulking mass of muscle. Um you're you're running around and you feel awesome, but you only get one hit and you die. So there is always the chance that you are right on the verge of death because you don't know what's coming up next. And uh, some of these levels get into the territory of like a bullet hell type of game. So you've got all kinds of things coming at you. Um, Something that is very uh, similar throughout the entire series, at least the games that I played on this anthology, is that the first couple levels feel really good to play. They drop you in, and you just get used to it. You get three lives to a continue. So you can make a couple mistakes, but you have to be diligent. Because, again, you're one bullet away from death. But, hey, I mean, the first level, maybe even the... Well, no, 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 let's start with the first level, okay? First level in these games, you get through, you're like, oh, okay, you figure out what you're doing, and then you get your footing. After I played, you know, the first couple of games and started playing them, the first levels felt really good, there was lots of cool stuff going on. I could jump around. I could dodge some bullets while I'm also taking people down. I kind of got the feel of what the game wanted you to do. I could get up to the final boss of the first level without even using a continue. Well, then, you you know, you might, you might use a continue or two, you know, jam in a couple quarters into your arcade machine uh, in order to take down the boss. But man, it feels so good when you finally take down that huge sprite and it explodes and it does something cool and then your character sprite like gives you the thumbs up and then you see all the people that the prisoners of war that you saved who are saluting you because you my friend just beat the level it feels awesome then level two oh man okay so there's more there's more enemies but this is still doable i gotta dodge i gotta be a little more quicker yeah so you throw in a couple more quarters you know you you got some continues going down each one of these games has six missions. Okay, by the fifth mission, you are dying like every 20 seconds. Like the 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 screen is filled with bullets and you're having to do all kinds of crazy maneuvers, if you even care, or you're just chucking bombs everywhere and trying to kill everyone on the screen. It... It gets insane. The the difficulty in these games ramps up considerably, and that is due in no large measure to the fact that they are arcade games. These games were made so that you would stay at the cabinet and you would pump in your quarters so that they could make money. Um, I get that. In this anthology, I played through it with unlimited continues, so there was never a point at which I had to start over because I was doing horrible. Um, I will admit I was not very good at these games, but they are a lot of fun. If you haven't picked up on that already, um, the least amount of continues that I used beating one of these games was 22. I believe the most was something like 46 or something like that. So they, they vary in difficulty at the same time, maybe I I was getting a little bit better, maybe, maybe, possibly, that, that could be it, I don't know, I, like I said, I'm not very good at video games, but these games were a lot of fun, um, and, and 
as I mentioned, the graphics play a huge part in just making you feel a part of this game and and feeling great gunning down enemies and also just having a blast because this game's these sets of games are so ridiculous. So with that, let's take a look at each of the games in this collection. The Metal Slug Anthology has seven games in it, okay? So you have your main six titles, Metal Slug, the first game, through to Metal Slug 6. And then you have a remake of Metal Slug 2 that's called Metal Slug X. Now, it's a remake, but it was on the same hardware with the same engine. So really... It, it changes up some things in the game. It's it's a remake in the way that Dark Souls 2 Scholar of the First Sin was a remake, okay? It's basically the same game. You just got some added things. Some things moved around, uh, and, and you've got some additions. In this case, the biggest thing between the remake and the original version of Metal Slug 2 is that um, they got rid of some slowdown in Metal Slug 2. So Metal Slug X actually plays better than Metal Slug 2. Um, that said, they're both a lot of fun. Just play them. Any of these games will take you between 45 minutes to an hour, if, if you have unlimited continues, of course, um, to, to complete them, to, or excuse me, to beat them. Um, technically, completing would be beating it with under nine continues. And as we've already established, that never happened with me. No, I wasn't even close. I wasn't even twice that, half that. Uh, hmm. 22 continues was the least that I used. Not even close to nine. So, beating these games really does not take any commitment at all, except an hour. So an hour of your time to have a, a blast just jamming down the B button or whatever it is on your specific controller that you're playing it on. So, let's take a look at the series. So it started off with the first entry, which is, um, it's just titled Metal Slug Super Vehicle 001. So the reason that this is called Metal Slug, this entire series, why they're called Metal Slugs, is that the Metal Slug is just the, the crazy name for the tank that they use in the game. So the Super Vehicle 001 is this tank. And originally, they had designed the game as if you were the tank. You weren't actually a human character, but you were a tank. And apparently, they had to roll that back before they released the game. They ended up retooling the game and recreating it when you were instead these little human characters that sometimes get to travel within the tank. So, little known fact that um, it's called Metal Slug because originally, you were just a tank. But apparently, it's more fun to be a human... Uh, my assumption, again, is because the arcade makes more sense that you die in one hit and you eat up those quarters, right? So, you can choose from two different characters, and they make absolutely no difference. You want to you wanna play the blonde guy, or you want to play the red-haired dude? Um, either way, you're in for the exact same experience. It's just what sprite that you want to use. So, with the first Metal Slug game, I mean, this set the standard. In my mind, I compare this to something like the original Mega Man on NES, is that it is a great game. And actually, you know, the, the Metal Slug, as a as the origin to its series, is probably a better origination point than Mega Man on NES. Um, because Mega Man on NES is brutally difficult. And don't get me wrong, Metal Slug Special Vehicle, Super Vehicle 001 is also a very difficult game. But again, you got those unlimited continues. You don't have to worry. Um, the original NES Mega Man, whew, okay, that one's, that one's, man, you got, you got to, 
you got to have some NES chops if you really want to finish that game. So, Metal Slug, uh, it, it started it off, the entire series, on a high note. This really is a great game for all the reasons that I've said before. Um, you've got solid mechanics. It feels good to run around the stages, to run, to jump, to dodge, to shoot. Um, so, and the ramp of di- the ramp up of difficulty feels great as well. Those first couple levels, man, you feel awesome as you're beating stuff and then you get beaten down, but you're like, no, I got to keep going because I want to see the end of this game. And oh my gosh, my, my, one of the favorite, one of my favorite things about these games, in addition to the graphics is the comedic style that they have. So you are a little, you know, soldier dude. You're going up against basically fake Nazis. They don't have swastikas, but they have black X's that that are against red background. Or maybe it's a red X against a black background. Anyways, they look like Nazis. They look like straight up crazy Nazis. And I've described it in the group as you fight Hitler at the end. That is not entirely true. Um, I, I my My knowledge of... Uh, homicidal dictatorships uh, is not quite where it, it should be, I guess. I have not studied it as much, but I stand corrected. It's not so much Hitler as it is Stalin. The The main bad guy of this first game looks like Stalin. Um, so it feels great to take him down. I mean, why not? It's awesome. So the first entry in the series, again, is it's it's the basics. It lays down the framework that the rest of these games are going to build on, and it is a fantastic game. So moving on, Metal Slug 2, Metal Slug X, okay? I'm going to talk about both of these games. I played them back-to-back. Um, they are interchangeable, basically. Like I said, there's very little that was changed. The changes are somewhat minor. You're playing the same game, basically. Metal Slug X is slightly better, so that that's the one that you should play first. I guess. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. These are both great games, and I highly recommend them. So this takes it. Okay, I gotta admit. First of all, first of all, I used to play Metal Slug X as a kid. This is the game that got me into the Metal Slug series at a local pizza parlor that my family would go to, um, a local chain here in Austin, Texas. Shout out to Conan's Pizza. It's fantastic Chicago-style pizza. Go check it out if you're ever in Austin. Um, Get the carnivore. It's delicious. So they had a arcade cabinet of Metal Slug X, and this is what I would play. This is my, my, some of my earliest memories with an arcade cabinet was with Metal Slug X. I never got anywhere near the end of the game. I might have, uh, did I, I can't even remember if I beat the first boss, to tell you the truth. I'd probably have like four quarters, and then I'd end up dying. But man, the experience that I got from those quarters was fantastic. This game is awesome, and this one just raises the stakes from the first game. This one adds some extra guns, it adds some extra vehicles, and it it transports you to completely different lands. This one starts off in the desert. You're going through some, some caves, which is crazy. You fight mummies and jar, large robotic spider-looking things that are coming up from the ground as you traverse up a tower and shoot down. I mean, right off the bat, this one 
grabs you by the face and causes you to just hold on for dear life because of the thrill ride that you're about to go on. And this one, through all of its ups and downs, okay, getting a little spoilery here, so if you don't want any of these games spoiled, skip to the end and I'll talk about my rankings. But these games are only, you know, about an hour each, so there's not that much to spoil. But this one takes you on such a roller coaster ride that ends up with aliens. Okay? The first game was Stalin. This one is a Stalin character that was taken over by a race of aliens. And then you have to fight the friggin' aliens. I mean, come on. It's so good. It's so much fun. First of all, blasting your way through Nazis. And then when the aliens come down, shooting those little buggers down too. Another absolutely great game in the series. So next up, we've got Metal Slug 3. And this, my friends, is... What is there to say about Metal Slug 3? Well, there's a lot to say about Metal Slug 3. In this game, you get to choose from four characters. Now, that's something that I forgot to say about the second game. The second game introduced two new characters. There are two female protagonists that you can play as. Once again, through most of these games, the characters don't make a lick of difference gameplay-wise. It's just a little sprite that you want to be. But... It's fun to change between the characters in between continues because you get to see the different sprites that are used for the different characters. Because it's not like you just have, you know, you're not like Mario. You have a standard walk or you have a standard standing sprite and then you have a standard running sprite. No, 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 no. This one, this game is so detailed in the sprites that it uses that you see all kinds of stuff running and jumping and twisting and turning and and transforming into a mummy and jumping into vehicles and throwing bombs and getting hit by different types of projectiles. So seeing the different sprites is a lot of fun. And that, that is what the difference is between the characters, really. It's who do you like the most and what kind of sprites do you want to see on screen? So Metal Slug 3 also has four characters. It's kind of going to be the standard through most of the games. Metal Slug 3 introduces something that I think gives this game more longevity out of almost every game in the series, is that it has branching paths available within the game. So there are multiple times where you can choose to go inside of a cavern or go jump in the lake, and now you have um, scuba gear on and you're shooting stuff in the water. Um, Or if you'd rather take to the skies and get in the in a airplane and shoot stuff down you can do that instead so you got branching paths in this game which just makes it awesome on top of that the story um you know two ended with aliens this one right from the beginning you've got the aliens crashing down onto earth you're going to the crash site the first the boss of the very first level is a, a race of malevolent ets that are warping around the screen that you have to shoot down you have to shoot down like six different ets it's crazy on top of that this takes you through all of the twists and turns through all of the different branching paths at the end of the game you have to jump in a spaceship you go th- like a a vertical scrolling shooter level in order to get to the main mothership of the aliens and then you destroy the mothership, you jump out, oh, but an alien's coming after you. So the final boss of the game is fighting an alien while you're both falling to Earth. My gosh. This this should be a ra- this should be a series of, of fantastic anime move I mean, you are playing an anime. It's amazing. 
It is absolutely off the wall, bonkers, and I loved it. And I hope that you will enjoy it too. Metal Slug 3, the pinnacle of the series. Next up is Metal Slug 4. Okay, so uh, I am not a professional reviewer. I'm just giving my experience of these games. Uh, From what I understand is that SNK went bankrupt around the time after Metal Slug 3, which is a a darn shame because of how great Metal Slug 3 was. But So Metal Slug was actually sold off to different creators. And so the next two games, my understanding is that they were actually created by a completely different dev team. And I think that shows. Because Metal Slug 4 plays it extremely safe. Um, This one feels like... It's going back to the first Metal Slug simply because it uses it reuses so many of the same backgrounds and scenarios and enemies as the previous games. It feels like an amalgamation of other games, and the absolute ridiculous craziness of the other games gets pulled back. And so to this to me, this one was a disappointment. Now, don't get me wrong, you still have your staples. You still got your four characters you can choose from. Even there's a change in some of the characters, so you get a new character in there. Again, they're just sprite swaps, so it's not that big of a deal outside of seeing the sprites themselves. Um, But there wasn't too much that made this one stand out. In fact, because I was playing these games in order, this one was a disappointment because not only did it not progress it regressed it didn't have the insanity of aliens or robots or anything that crazy in it it felt much more standard and so because of that this one is the low point of my list there's not too much more to say about that so we'll go ahead and go on to metal slug 5 Okay, so again, expectations play a big part in these games. After 4, I was like, okay, well, I know this game is still, again, not made by the original creators, so is it really going to be that great? Oh, man. Let me tell you, this what stuck out to me about this game in particular is the soundtrack. The soundtrack is more metal-inspired. So not only are you jumping around, running and gunning, destroying enemies killing everything on screen but you're doing it to a metal soundtrack you're doing it to a guitar wailing in the background a distorted guitar in your ears that just makes you feel so much cooler even if that was even possible from the earlier games here it is the music made so much of a difference to me now on top of that You've got different um, areas that you're in, different types of things that you're seeing. Not only that, but they brought back the craziness of some of the earlier entries. Now, it doesn't go, you know, totally bonkers like 2 and 3 did, but it does kind of ramp up gradually. You are fighting against a cult, okay? So you got these masked people that are doing some weird things throughout the game. Finally, at the very end of the game, the final boss is a friggin' demon. You go to the top of a tower, it swoops down on you, you're shooting the skull on its chest while it is, like, using its scythe against... It is insane. It is awesome. Because not only have you now taken down Stalin, taken down Robo-Stalin, taken down aliens, destroyed the alien mothership, but now you have shot down Satan himself. How... Friggin' cool is that. 
So Metal Slug 5, it, uh, what can I say? It blew me away, especially after Metal Slug 4, one of my favorites. Finally, we have Metal Slug 6. Okay, so now apparently SNK is back to making these games. This one feels different than all of the other games in the series, and there's a couple reasons here. First off, you have multiple characters. You have, I think, six characters in this entry. Each character has something special about them. So one of the characters will have more bombs. One of the characters has a stronger pistol. There are different advantages to choosing different characters. So they're all different. Okay. On top of that, um, this one actually uses, this one was created for different hardware. So on, I was playing the anthology on Wii through my Wii U through an HDMI cable to my TV. Um, so none of these games looked particularly great in terms of, you know, resolution. But this one definitely looked the best because it was made for an arcade cabinet, at least my understanding was an arcade cabinet, that um, that had just some better specs and better resolution. So it looks a little different. Um, it's got a sheen to it that the other more jagged, sharp pixels of the previous entries didn't have. You can take it or leave it. I don't know. I'm a little nostalgic. Maybe I like the, the older version a little bit more. It's just different. I wouldn't say it's better or worse. Um, so it looks a little bit different. On top of that, you can store up your guns. So instead of just having one gun and then, oh, no, you picked up the wrong power-up and now you have a crappy gun. No, you store that one and you've got two guns with you and you can switch between them at any time. That... Um, was a really fun change up for this game. Uh, I, I was still running out of bullets left and right because these are difficult games, but it, it did make it a little bit different. And, and I enjoyed the fact that you can store the guns that you like the most. And I did just remember, I, I completely forgot to mention about Metal Slug 5, that you have a little uh, dash, that you, a little slide that you can do, again, like in the Mega Man series, that was a lot of fun, and again, made Mega, Mega Man, no, Metal Slug 5 stand out to me a little bit more. Metal Slug 6 takes that away, so, yeah, that's a shame. But, again, Metal Slug 6 is, uh, I think it's a another really good game in the series. Um, because everything looks different, you you are put into different places. Um, again, there's, there's some craziness to it, but it's not quite as bonkers as some of the things were in the past. But definitely a good game. It's, it's a fun little change-up after five or maybe six games uh, that all kind of do very similar things. This one has the most change to it, and it was, a, it was a good breath of fresh air and a good way to kind of end this anthology. So, with all that, how would I... What are the best games and what are the worst games in the series? Well, I'm sure you've picked up on a lot of what I'm about to say here, but here goes. So, my ranking from the my least favorite to my, my absolute favorite... At the bottom of the pack is Metal Slug 4. Again, I, I just don't think it did enough to differentiate itself. And Next up is, is the first entry in the series, Metal Slug Super Vehicle 001. It is a great game. Don't get its place within the pantheon of games. Um, don't read too much into that. The only reason it's there is because the subsequent games built on what the first game had done. And actually... You know, one beats out four simply because it was the first one. It was the pioneer in the series. 
one or four, you, you could take it or leave it as to which is actually the better game, not including the, the historical data, but it wins out. The first game wins out for me simply because they did it so right the first time around. So after the first entry, then I would probably put Metal Slug 6. Um, again, another really good game. It was fun to change it up, but I think there are just better ones in the series in general, but still highly recommended. Okay, so now we're coming up on the second half of the, I don't know what you'd call it, sextilogy? Is that a word? I don't know, of the six games. Okay, so the top half. Number, coming in third best out of all of these games is Metal Slug 5. Ugh, I was so surprised by this game after Metal Slug 4 that I, I just, I loved it. And honestly, okay, number two is Metal Slug 2 or Metal Slug X. The only reason that 2 or X wins out above 5 for me is because of nostalgia, because I originally played X and that game was just so much fun to me. I still equate Metal Slug with running through the cavern, with the mummies chasing you, with you turning into mummies and vomiting all over the place, okay? That is still a classic Metal Slug thing to me, even if that was just for Metal Slug 2 and Metal Slug X. I think it was in 3. Anyways, um, so 5 is still an amazing game. I would highly recommend it. But X wins out, X and 2 win out simply because, I mean, this is my list, so I'm going to put nostalgia in here because I can. And of course, that leaves the best game in the series, in my estimation, is Metal Slug 3. It does so much right. It adds in new ga- new guns. It adds in new vehicles. The The branching paths in the game just increase its replayability. Um, This one is a hard game for sure. I used a lot of continues on this one, but it's so good. And oh my gosh, the places that this game goes, shooting you out into space and playing the the space shooter levels in addition to the military side-scrolling shooters. This is so good, guys. If... You, for some reason, if you're crazy enough and you don't want to spend the money on the anthology, get Metal Slug 3. Uh, if, if, if you can't possibly afford any of the other games, Metal Slug 3 is the way to go. It is the pinnacle of the series. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, if you have any interest in any of these games, they all come highly recommended. There is not a bad game in all six of all seven of these games they are all really good you're gonna have a great time no matter which one you play but when it comes down to it metal slug 3 is the absolute best of the metal slug series so metal slug as a series hey nostalgia might play into this but for my money this is the best run and gun series that has ever been created Contra is great. Contra is a classic, but Metal Slug takes the cake. Now, Metal Slug is standing on the shoulders of Contra. Don't get me wrong, but it's just, everything about it. It's so tongue in cheek and amazing, and I love it.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.